Welcome to the Shark Bite Show, where we dive into the stories of our members, coaches, friends, and family of Shark Bite Fitness and Nutrition. All right, let's roll. All right. <laughs> um, so uh, today we have Coach V. Um, she is a coach here at Shark Bite Cape Coral. Uh, she's got two awesome dogs. Yep. Right? Um, she is a coach of many of our 5 a.m. classes, which is insane. Many. Um, and she's an absolute joy to have on our team. So, um, so we're going to just dive into some questions. You know. Okay. Uh, talk to me. So who are you? How long have you been interested in fitness? What got you into it? What got you in? And not yoga, but fitness in general. And what brought you to Shark Bite? Oh, gosh. All right. Um, my name is Veronique. Everybody just calls me V because Veronique is just an insanely long name to say <laughs> for everybody. Um, I'm 27, lived all over the place, here, there, everywhere, military, college, you know. Um, I got into fitness in, I guess, kind of my whole life. I did Taekwondo for eight years. I was the youngest female in Colorado to get a black belt. Wow, I didn't so know I, that until right now. Yep. <laughs> so I did that for a really long time. Um, loved it, hated it, but I always wanted to play soccer. I played soccer in high school. I wrecked my hips from Taekwondo, so I just... It, I wasn't an athlete in high school, I was a nerd. Mm -hmm. um, and so when I got to college, you know, we had the campus gym and I would go like once a week, every once in a while. And then um, I kind of had some physical stuff happen and I was like, I, I know I need to get into the gym to improve my health. Um, so I started going to the gym every day, like religiously. I was one of those that I never took a rest day. And that kind of kick-started my love for fitness. Um, but a lot of what I did was self-taught. I wasn't really interested in the group classes like all the other girls in the college where I was like down in the weight room with like the dudes who thought I was lost all the time um but I did that for a really long time and I wanted to be a personal trainer but when I graduated I lived in a military town where there's like 50 million military dudes that look like my husband and me and I was like no one's gonna hire me because I look like I'm tiny compared to them and so I just didn't go for it um but I was working out like Planet Fitness and I would be there for like two hours and I was like I'm not breaking a sweat I'm not building really any muscle or any strength like I just wasn't seeing results mm -hmm. and um I had a friend at the time who had done CrossFit for a really long time and he would talk to me about it and he was no longer doing it but he was like just the way he would talk about it and I was like I really want to try this like I'm really interested in it and so I researched gyms I like found one that seemed really interested I walk in and I immediately fell in love. I was super intimidated because it's like people throwing around weights and doing all these crazy things. And I'm like, I, Planet Fitness is not like this. <laughs> but I started the intro program that they had there. And theirs was really short compared to ours. Like it was like two days of like, here's snatch, here's clean, here's this, you're yeah. good to go. Um, but I started and I drank the Kool-Aid and I fell in love with it. I was super into it. Um, and it progressed from there. But then when I moved to Maryland with Peyton, CrossFit there is like 300 a month. And so we were like, we're just gonna get a home gym. So we got a road rack, which was great for him. But I was like, I work from home and all I saw was his face. And I was like, I can't do this. Like I had no motivation. Like I'm a social person. I work out best and other people are screaming at me. And you're, I like- You were definitely yeah, a social person. Yeah, I like <laughs> feed off of that. And so me being at home, only seeing him, I'm like, I can't, I can't do Murph with just you. Like this is awful. And so I just, I kind of stopped working out but that was the time that I actually started getting more into yoga and I did my yoga teacher training and so that in itself is a workout because it's 200 plus hours and it's I had to go to classes probably six times a week and it was in DC which was an hour away so it was like I would do nothing but yoga um 
And so then when I moved down to Cape and got my job down here, the first thing I knew was I needed to find a CrossFit gym. But I wanted one that really focused on safety and form. And so I stocked a bunch of gyms on Facebook and then I was like, these people look like they know what they're doing. And I remember I came in and Brian, who used to coach, was the person I had my intro in, and I was like, I've done CrossFit for a really long time, so do I need to do the intro? And he's like, no, just show me you can snatch. And I was like, all right, here we go. And then I remember, I think you were the coach the first day, and he's like, you're like, are you V? And I was like, yeah, like, hey, guys. But I knew I wanted to, like, be in a community because it's more than just a gym. It's, like, 99% of my life, essentially, now, like. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> it's, like, fitness, but it's also the place that I go for my happy place, like, I make friends here, like, I, it's a community, so, yeah, that's kind of my journey. Well, that's a recurring trend that, that everyone I've talked to has said so far, right, like, yeah, this is where we work out, but it's also where our family and our yeah. friends and our entire social group, and um, you need a plumber, we find them here, yep. you need to fix your car, you <laughs> My realtor. Like, you need, <laughs> right, you need some to house, we, yeah. we have the best ones, like, yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, and you talked about, like, how your, your intro at, at that other gym was um, so short, I, I remember mine. I remember correctly was hey did you ever try CrossFit and I went yeah and I was totally lying and they went okay you're good come to class no no yeah that's, that's how mine was mine was like they were good with it it just wasn't as it wasn't structured like ours like they went over with PVC pipe everything like in depth they are super like focused on form I remember one time like I was back squatting and my form was off and my coach was literally talking to somebody else with her back turned and she like turned around at me and she's like V fix your form before you squat again and I was like yes ma'am like uh, okay I won't do this again but yeah it was just funny like now coaching our intro I'm like wow I wish I would go it's so less like it's still intimidating going to your first class but like my first class I was like I forgot what a clean is like (laughs) what is what are we doing today like I had like no cars I was like googling things I was like there's so many lifts like (laughs) yeah that's that's what's so different like our our beginners course you coach a lot of our beginners um you know is at a minimum six sessions one-on-one right where we teach people the very basics of of, you don't have to have any experience no we go over some of the common movements we use here Mm -hmm. we we teach some some we correct some common flaws and help you kind of set up for success um and then the workouts you know they they seem easy now you've been doing them for a long time but when we first started hold the phone (laughs) they're never easy nick (laughs) you know nothing gets easier you just get better so you then make um yeah but i know that like i like i love that when people come to classes they've had at least like two weeks of working with a coach by that point you know yeah um so they're not nearly as terrified no but i love reminding everybody like we all started somewhere like i could barely lift the barbell overhead when i first started like i remember being you know like a coach in my face like come on you can get it up you can get it up and I was like I can't get it up I have a shoulder injury and they're like you have the strength to get it up and then I finally got it over my head but that took me months like where I started to where I am now like I've I've progressed I've regressed like it's every sort of ebb and flow of being an athlete but I was I was telling Danielle this like as cheesy as it sounds like in Twilight when they first become a vampire they're all like super strong and crazy and I was like that's every single beginner like you see them and they're like, I can't do it, I can't do it. And then next thing you know, they're like power cleaning more than I can. And I'm like, where where did you get this strength? I don't have this strength anymore. Yeah. And they're just like, they're so powerful and they don't know how to unleash it. And then they're like, oh, I just did that. Like that is my favorite thing. That's about a great feeling, people. isn't it? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. That's, that's one of my favorite parts of being a coach right there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. So 
Uh, you coach our yoga classes, Shark Fight Yoga, yep. right? You also coach our mobility classes. First off, let's talk about yoga, right? You are not what I would call like the average yogi, you know? Um, if, if I take one of your yoga classes, I'm more likely to hear like rock in the background. Yeah. I need to hear like <laughs> birds chirping and yeah. people dripping cold water yep. and stuff like that. And um, it's a little bit different, obviously, right? So so what got you into yoga? What made you the type of yogi you are? What, what instituted the practice you have? Um... So I used to do yoga when I did Taekwondo, but it was very minimal. Mm. Um, and then I tried a couple yoga classes in college, and I actually really hated it for a very long time. Like, I went in, and it was nothing but tiny little females in their Lululemon leggings, like, packed into a room, and you could barely hear the teacher. And I'm like, what is Bird of Paradise pose? I don't know what this is. Like, I wanted to just be downstairs in the gym lifting. Um, but I pretty badly injured myself, my shoulder in college. Um, and so I knew I needed to stretch, but I was like, I hate stretching. Like, I just want to go into the gym, work out, and leave. Like, I never stretched, and my shoulder only got worse. And I would go to physical therapy, and I was spending all this money trying to fix it, and nothing was working. And then on top of that, like, I'm a go, go, go kind of person. Like, 90% of us are at the gym. Yes, like, yes. we're very intense people. And so it was coupled with, like, physical pain, as well as just, like, emotional burnout. And so... I had tried a few more yoga classes after I got out of college, and I went to a studio, but studios are super expensive, and I was like, this is all great and deep, but like, I can't afford this every month. And so I stopped it for a while, and then at my CrossFit gym, there was a yoga instructor, and she taught yoga for CrossFit athletes. Mm -hmm. And so I started going, and her and I really connected, and I started seeing improvements in my lifts, I started seeing improvements in my built mode, mobility, my shoulders stopped hurting as much, and I also noticed I just, like, mentally felt better when I would go to yoga, and so it became, like, an addiction to me. Like, I went every week. Her and I would have a lot of conversations. She would give me books to read, you know, suggestions, YouTube videos, whatever, and so when I told her I was moving up to Maryland, she approached me, and she was like, have you ever thought about teaching? And I was like, no. Like, I'm just, like, doing yoga now, and she's like, I think you'd be a really great teacher, and I think you would be good at teaching yoga for athletes and then that was just like when it clicked for me and I was like you're right like I'm not the flowery let me align my chakras and like do all the crazy hippie yoga things like I do yoga because I see a drastic improvement in my athletic ability in the gym and that's what I want to see but I also see it in my everyday life like when I'm stressed out I know breathing techniques like calm me down because it's such a physical and mental thing that is such a powerful tool that so many people are afraid of because you see yoga and you see crazy bendy people on Instagram and you're like I don't want to contort my body like that I can't contort my body like that like I am never interested in doing those poses what I like is what's called yin yoga and that's a lot of what I've taught in class here is it's more of a restorative yoga I like to call it gentle napping like you basically take a bunch of props you allow your body to ease into a stretch and you always kind of hit that sweet spot where you start to feel your muscles relax. Mm -hmm. Like if you've ever worked with Josh, like he'll be holding something and it gets really uncomfortable and he's like, we're almost there, we're almost there. And then all of a sudden you just feel like this melting sensation. That's what yin yoga is. And it's just, it allows you space and time to like relax your mind, relax your body. And then you start seeing improvements in yourself in and outside of the gym and so when I took my teacher training program it was with a bunch of girls that are like I want to align my chakras and I went in and I was like I am here to teach yoga for crossfitters and they're like 
who are you? And I was like, <laughs> CrossFit is my life. And I'm going to use this to do that. And so I remember my very first class was using the yoga playlist that I do here. And I, I especially did it um, because I was going to actually teach at the military hospital for veterans. And, you know, obviously super passionate about all of that. And I wanted to use it as a tool to help vets because it has been proven to be a great coping mechanism for people with depression and PTSD and mental issues as well as any physical issues. And so that's been kind of my driving force with here and then um taking mobility on a spin on it is stretching i was an athlete who never stretched and i kept getting injured and then when i started stretching i started getting injured as much and so i want to teach people here the tools of just taking five minutes to stretch your body is a huge drastic improvement it's like reducing your soda intake or drinking a glass of water when you wake up in the morning like it's a simple habit that you can build into your routine as an athlete that creates drastic results and so that's why i started mobility and doing yoga yeah i so i remember when we first talked about uh you started yoga classes here i know that i wasn't super for it right because my experience with yoga has been um i'm gonna walk into a class uh the coach isn't gonna talk to me there's an, I'm going to predominantly be one of the only males mm-hmm. in the class. Uh, I'm going to have no clue what's going on, you know? And we're going to sit in poses for five, six, seven minutes that I'm not comfortable with, that I don't know how to do, and honestly that I'm not able to stay mentally engaged in, yep. you know? And that's okay, like, if that's what people like, right? Um, I think that makes a lot of sense if that's the practice you're looking for. But I think about it like, you know, I'm, I'm a 32-year-old guy. I'd like my shoulders to not hurt. Yep. I'd like my hip to not hurt. I'd like to squat more and do more pull-ups, right? Yep. So if you're telling me, okay, I do this once a week for 15 or 20 minutes and it's going to make a big difference, like, you sold me. That's mm-hmm. it. Like, that's what I want to do, you know? Um, and I remember in the first yoga class of yours I went to, I was like, that's the first class I've ever made it through without trying to leave, <laughs> you know? Every other yoga class I've been like, oh, man, i got to take a phone call or something, you know? Well, if it makes you feel any better, I felt that way with, like, most of my yoga classes. Yeah. Like, I'll take, like, a, a power flow or whatever, and I'm like, I'm out. I'm good. But my favorite thing is when I call it yoga high. And so it's that mind body connection where you allow yourself to fully relax. Like think about how many times you actually allow yourself to relax. Like if you're chilling in front of your TV, drinking a beer, a glass of wine, watching Netflix, you aren't really allowing your mind to relax. Or if you're sitting in your chair, scrolling on your phone, you're not relaxing. But when you're on your yoga mat, your phone's away from you, you have somebody guiding you through something you know kind of whatever chill music playing in the background and you have no distractions other than what you're doing in that present moment and you let yourself actually relax Mm -hmm. you'll find that when you channel into your breathing and just noticing what's going on in your body because we have so many other distractions distracting us than what's going on in our body that once we focus in on that and just kind of check in with ourselves it just creates this release of endorphins and then all of a sudden you come out and you're like am i drunk i'm drunk I, there have been classes i've gone to where i'm like i can't drive right now like i am not okay i've heard that talked about after classes yeah and so yeah. it's and using that and i think especially after this past year and everything that everybody's been going through checking with your mental health and finding tools to do that is really important and you know therapy is expensive other things you know other coping mechanisms or tools that you can use are expensive whereas just taking the time to learn how to breathe that's free Mm -hmm. you know we all have lungs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. use them 
use your mind, connect with yourself. And so that's what I'm trying to get for not only improving yourself as an athlete, but just yourself as a person using that quick tool. Well, so out of, out of Shark by Yoga, which has been awesome, you know, we kind of developed Shark by Mobility, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's every Thursday at 6.30, yep. right? And I know that like, that's something that I absolutely try to open my schedule up for every single week. I'm, I'm super busy and I, I do my best to be at the Cape Coral gym Thursday mm -hmm. night at 6.30 every single time because, you know, I, just just knowing that we had squats that week, right? And I know that you're going to focus on squats. Yep. Knowing that today we did that Cali Bear workout with an insane amount of uh, clean and jerks and yep. heavy weight, I feel confident that when I show up tomorrow night, uh, you're going to have something prepared for me so that I'm ready to work out again on Friday. Yeah. Um, I love that. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun teaching it, and it's challenged me too with like my knowledge base because mm -hmm. yoga is kind of a, a set you know plethora of poses that sometimes it's old yeah and so with mobility it's actually really challenged me to look into other stretches that you can do and kind of not physical therapy but close to and you know I worked closely with Josh and Josh is subbed when I can't make it or had to coach and so the two of us have kind of been morphing mobility into its own thing and I've just seen drastic improvements cough cough Josh Janney doing yeah. it overhead um but just seeing things like that and you know people coming out of it and like Oh, I finally stretched myself out and like I feel so much better Lucas came last week and we were like yes like just coming in accepting that you're sore knowing that going to bed sore probably won't fix it mm -hmm. but doing something minor like it's 30 minutes you sit and scroll on your phone for 30 minutes like yeah you, you find the time I yeah mean, I so I've been doing functional fitness CrossFit stuff for what has to be like nine years at this point and I don't think I could overhead squat for the first five of them, you know uh, and Lots of people told me, go do some mobility, yep. you know? Um, but if I had this, like watching Josh and Luke and a bunch of other, the, especially our very immobile guys, yeah. um, the amount of result they've had in such a short period of time, yeah. just from, you know, some, some targeted activities while we're all laughing and having fun for 30 minutes, uh, it's pretty awesome to see. Yeah. I remember when I first met Peyton, he was a powerlifter, and he was like, uh, I'm mobility. <laughs> and then, you know, we got married, and I started doing yoga training, and he would do yoga with me, and I would say his, like, mobility and his lifts and his improvement has drastically increased. Mm -hmm. And so it's just nice. Like, he's finally accepting, I need to get out of my head. I need to do mobility. And so I think more people need to accept. It's not a fluffy, flowery thing. It's a necessity, you know? Yeah, and, well, like, everyone... It's kind of like saying you need to eat broccoli, right? Like everybody yeah. knows that, right? But most people don't do it. Everybody knows you need to stretch or, or do like mobilization mm -hmm. activities prior to or after working out. And we do some of it every class, but we all, just because we know it doesn't mean we do it, right? Having a week, or sorry, one time a week where I am guaranteed to get 30 minutes of of positive mobility work yeah. on my body, A plus, I love it. It's like drinking protein powder knowing you need to get protein, but it tastes like cereal milk. like. Nobody's mad about that. Yeah, right, exactly. So yeah. that's what mobility yeah. is. It's like gummy vitamins. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, okay, so over the holiday season, you did something awesome, right? You and a bunch of our members cooked like 5,000 cookies oh, yeah. for the members of the gym, right? That was awesome. That was awesome. What spurred you to do that? Why'd you do that? Um, I'm just, I'm a really giving person. Like, I don't know. I guess this year, like, took so, or 2020, took so much away from us. And I was really in like the Christmas spirit. And I was like, I love this gym and like I love the people in this gym and I don't get to see everybody every day, especially when I coach, you know, the AM classes. And so I just remember sitting there, I was like, I wanna bake. 
I don't want to eat all the cookies. I do want to eat all the cookies, but I won't eat all the cookies, but I really want to bake. And then I just texted all the girls and I was like, how do we feel about baking for the entire gym? And most of them were like, you're, you're kidding, right? And I was like, no, I'm dead serious. And then when I messaged you about it and I was like, I'm just spitballing this idea. And you're like, yeah, go for it. I was like, seeing this cookie baking operation go. So it was like us eating frosting, like doing sprinkles. Like we had like a compare, like I was making cookies, um, was help rolling them out and Danielle was cutting them and like Kendra with her artistic skills was decorating them and then Seth got involved and then Danielle would sub out and like we just had this like little cookie like elf conveyor belt going on but like by the end of it it was just so satisfying because it's like making a meal for your family yeah. like when you sit down and you're like I love you all here you all go like that's how it felt to us to just have something where it's been such a tough year and the holidays and a lot of people can't see their families or do like their normal Christmas things it's like but you guys are like my family, and we're each other's family. Like, yeah, and, and you you're you're only here at certain times of the day. I was yeah. here through a lot of the time, uh, basically in the week after you did those. And man, just the, the amount of excitement of people just walking yeah. in and being like, "You did what for me? Yeah, you and guys, your gym did what? <laughs> it was awesome." And it's also like, "Oh, I just did this really intense workout. Now I get a cookie afterwards. Good, like man. it's Let's like it. nothing beats that." <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not have cleaned up all the ones that were left in the. That's <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, encompassing all of it, functional fitness, yoga, mobility, like, like what's your favorite part about, about working out? Like what, what do you use it for? Stress relief. Like, I, one, I just want to be a healthy individual. Like, I really value that in life. Um, I don't want to be someone that's hunched over at, you know, 80 and relying on drugs, on drugs that cause more issues and I need more drugs. Like, I want to be one of those, like, jacked people throughout my entire life that's just doing what you're supposed to do and allowing your body to do what it's supposed to do and not relying on other things to carry you through. Mm -hmm. And so I really value health and then I am the psychopath that always works herself to death. And so coming in here and like putting my phone away, lifting heavy things and putting it down, like joking with all the other members and just having that positive environment, like that just drives me every day. Like I notice on the days, like unless I'm taking like an active recovery or rest day, if I don't come to the gym, I'm a completely different person. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not myself, I'm grumpy. Like I just don't feel good. And so I, you know, even if I scale back a workout or I'm just moving, like I'm, I'm still here. I'm still doing what I know I need to do mm -hmm. to better my life. And so that's my favorite part. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I, like, you know, we talk about this at every staff meeting. It's. Uh, I know that we all work here, right? But during your your hour of workout, leave me alone. I tell you guys leave me alone. <laughs> I leave you guys alone. Um, I know Crystal doesn't hassle anybody during during workouts either mm -hmm. Sue or Layla. And the idea is like that hour is sacred. Yeah. You know? um, it, it it does so much more than just the exercise portion. Of it, oh yeah. Know? Yeah. For, I know for me it does. It sounds like too. Yeah. When I was in college, my um, my nutrition professor. Um, he and I, like, we were close family friends, and he told me that one of his mentors told him, like, your day is actually 23 hours, it's not 24, because that one hour is when you need to, like, just focus on fitness and make that your sacred hour, and then you just pin your day around the rest of that, and so ever since he told me that, I've just kind of adjusted my life to, like, no, I need to go to the gym, like, there's been, I've, especially when I started CrossFit, like, I 
completely revamped my life. Like it was like, I don't want to go out on a Friday night and go drinking because I want to be at the Saturday morning class. Like, like, yeah, like I want to be my yeah. best self or like I want to eat healthy because I want to be at the gym. Like it just became such a like, this is the place I want to be and I'm going to readjust my whole life. Like, or people are like, oh, what do you want to hang out? And it'd be like, the gym like, <laughs> it would be like but that's my workout hour like ah uh, maybe like I'm sounds like a terrible person but it's just it's sacred and it's just you want to be here you're you're preaching the podcast <laughs> yeah, I spend 99% of my life in one of our gyms yep. I'm literally happy about it all the time yep. so um all right what about being a coach right because that's different that's yep. different than like that be, being a good worker outer doesn't mean you are or should be a coach and mm-hmm. I'll I didn't tell you I was going to say this. V, at the development level you are in your coach right now, you are so much better than you have any right to be. Like, nobody this new is ever this good at being a coach, right? You're hearing that from me. Uh, what do you like most about it? Why do you, why do you like being a coach? Why did you want to be a coach? Um, well, I first, I actually kind of didn't, not CrossFit, but I used to, like, train people just for fun in the gym in college. And I just really liked being involved in somebody else's fitness and, like, seeing them get really invested in something. Um, and so that's why I wanted to do personal training for a while. And then I started CrossFit and I was like, oh, personal training's boring. Like, I don't want to do dumbbell curls all the time. Like, I want to teach them how to clean. And then when I started yoga, um, I actually started teaching at work first. And I just remember, like, seeing these people come in. Like, they had a rough day. Like, you can just see when people walk into your class with the weight of the world on their shoulders. And it's especially hard as a coach when the weight of the world is on your shoulders. But one thing I did learn in yoga teacher training was, like, you just got to wipe it off. Like, when I go into coach, like, whatever's happened, I just have to completely wipe off myself because I'm there for other people. They're there for me. Like, it's a sacred moment. Yeah. And so um, I started teaching there, and I was like, I really love this. And, you know, people seemed to really enjoy my class, and I just, I vibed with them. Like, it was just this energy going back and forth where I was like, I love coaching them. They love coming to my class. Like, I feel pure joy out of doing this because it almost feels, you know, it feels like a selfless act to be like, I'm here supporting all of you people. Yeah. And so then when you, I'd always thought about coaching CrossFit, but I was like, you know, it's just, I never thought to do it. Like, I never thought to go out and get my level one and be like, oh, I'm going to be a CrossFit coach. It just was like, oh, just be an athlete. It's fine. And then when you ask me to coach, like, I was literally dumbfounded because I was like, I've thought about this for so long. I've talked to Peyton about it. Like, I just called him and I was like, oh my gosh, like, oh my gosh. And so then when I started shadowing, I was super nervous. I was like, oh, I feel like I'm going to be terrible. Like, how do I, what is CrossFit? I don't know what any of this is anymore. How do we actually do a class? I don't know. I've only ever been in a class. Like, I started freaking out. And then I remember it was like one night, I think it was Jim. He just kind of like was like, surprise, I'm going to throw you the reins. Like, I got to, you know, I'm just going to take a step back. And it was a massive class. And it was the first time I taught more than a warm up. And, like, every time I had taught the warm-up, I was, like, stuttering and, like, oh. And I just remember, like, popping up there. And I used to do theater a lot, so I love actually being in front of crowds. And so I just, like, popped up, and I was, like, guys, this is what we're going to do. And I was, like, all sorts of crazy energy like you have. And I remember standing up there, and I was, like, I feel fantastic. Like, I love seeing all of you. I love seeing you lift. Like, I love giving positive feedback or like guidance when you need it or just honestly like a helping hand if somebody's having a bad day like and you can just tell with members like sometimes you need to give more to them or sometimes like they want their space like they want their zone and you're just like you're doing great like I love being able to give that to other people 
And like I remember after that class, like Jim just yeah, Jim's recipe. <laughs> and then Ryan Peterson came up to me and he was like, Lee, you seem like you've been coaching for a really long time and like that just made me feel awesome because it's such a like baking cookies, like I just love giving to other people. And so it was just every time I coach, even if I've had a bad day, I'm like this is us. Like, we're a family now. I'm going to, you know, be part of this family. I'm going to ask you guys how your days are halfway through clean and jerks. Like, I'm going to be of them your business. Like, 615 knows now. Like, Jason and Hugo come in. And I'm like, hey, guys, how was your weekend? How's it going? Yeah. Like, I just love the atmosphere and that I get to be a part of creating that atmosphere. Well, two things. First off, I didn't know you did theater. Right? Yep. <laughs> so that that explains why we have such boisterous personalities. Because I, I I did it in high school also. Most people don't know that. I, just the last couple of years, and it was really fun. Yeah, I it was really fun. It. Yeah. I did mostly comedic things, but it was, yep. it was very fun. Um, I one time had to wear a fat suit. Oh okay. yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, but I think that like uh, the so you were surprised when I asked you to be a coach, right? Or I asked you to come into our internship program yeah. first, and then become a coach after that. Um, it was pretty obvious to me, right? And <laughs> the reason being is like, I think there's this, this poorly preconceived notion that because you're very fit, you know, the fittest in a, in a room of people, mm -hmm. you should be the coach, right? And that's not how that works, right? I, you know, it's not always true, but lots of times the fittest people are the worst coaches. Uh, but empathy, right? Like, like caring about if somebody else succeeds, it's really hard to teach somebody that. I can teach a monkey how to teach people power cleans. Like, I feel super confident with that. You've heard me say that before. Yep. Um, but I can't teach you to care about other people, no. you know? Uh, and it was very clear from my <laughs> times coaching you and, and being in classes with you, like, oh, this girl gets it. Like, if she wants to be a coach, she can be a great coach. And I guess maybe I shouldn't be surprised you're so good so far because, <laughs> like, you can't you can't fake that, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, we, we've learned over the years, anybody who's been with us, you just can't fake it. No. If you try to fake it, you don't fit in, and you're not happy, you know? The, to be a good coach, you have to genuinely care about other's success yes. more than you care about your own personal success. Right? Yeah. Like, like, every time I see somebody come in, especially, like, beginners or maybe somebody that's been, like, stuck in a rut with things, and I see them, like, progressing on their lifts, like, I feel like they're world's biggest cheerleader. Like, I'm over there, and I'm like, you just hit your PR! Like, you just got this! You did this! Like... I love being a part of that for someone because, you know, we're, society nowadays is kind of self-absorbed. Like, we're so focused on what other people think of us that we don't give on to others. And so it's just, I like being that support role for people. Or, like, if they're stuck and frustrated and, you know, you come up to me, like, how do I progress in a lift? Or, how you know, those little tools. Because I know personally I appreciate that. Yeah. And so, you know, if others are receptive of that, I love giving that and helping. Or, you know, just taking a step back to analyze and be like, you know, I'm noticing this. I don't know if this is a problem, but, like, maybe try working on it or try doing this first before that and just giving them the little tips and tricks to get somewhere. And then when they get it, it's just that journey and the, the light in their eyes and the joy. It's just like, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just the best feeling in the yeah. world. I just, I just feel like uh, I'm going to mess up the saying, but, you know, if you can snatch a bunch, that doesn't necessarily make you a coach, right? But if you... If you if you don't absolutely lose your mind with excitement when yeah. a forty five year old woman gets her first box jump, oh yeah, like being a coach is just not for you. No, you know? no. Um, I remember when I well when you first asked me, I was actually reading a book on like leadership, and it was about how boxers like boxers and their coaches, and um, it mentioned that sometimes the best boxers actually aren't coaches. Mm -hmm. And if you look at a lot of coaches out there, like 
NFL coaches, no boxing, Olympic weightlifting coaches, like they weren't necessarily the best athlete. Like they aren't all Tom Brady, but they're really good at coaching. They're really good at being that supporting role, that emotional factor, or just analyzing and giving them tricks. Like the co the best coaches don't always have to be the best athlete. Totally, because it's a totally different skill yeah. set. Yeah. Yep. All right, so uh, I feel like we can talk about that for a long time. Um, <laughs> But so you are starting a new program. I don't yes. know if we've actually announced this yet, so this might be great no. news, but uh, <laughs> it's called the, the Strong AF program, right? Club, yes. The Strong AF Club, I'm sorry. So give me like your, your elevator pitch, because we, we'll put a whole bunch of stuff out about it. <laughs> um, give me your elevator pitch about what we're doing in a couple minutes or less. Okay, so um, Strong AF Club is aimed at females right now. Mm -hmm. And what it is, is it is personal development meets working out. So it'll be a specialty course. Um, I'm still torn on how many classes it'll be yet. It's still in the like conception development phase. Um, but basically what it is, is like women in society, we feel we have to be a certain type of way, a certain type of role. We have all these kind of myths that we follow that carry us through our entire lives, like whether we think about it or it's subconscious. And so my idea of the program is working to strip away some of those myths so that we aren't always, you know, like say you come into the gym and you're a really great athlete but you leave the gym and you feel self-conscious and you're worried about things or work or whatever it is your personal relationships the best type of you is when you're elevated in both aspects like you're not two different people when you're in and out of the gym you're your same person so my idea is to do the personal development so we'll get together we'll do you know some activities that i'll have planned we'll go over some things we'll address some of those subconscious aspects that might be hidden. And then we'll do a super awesome workout about it. So yeah. like the first one is we're gonna do lots of tire flips and smashing and ripping apart of things and lifting heavy stuff and putting it down and feeling empowered. And then we'll also address our fears that we might not discuss out loud. We'll also address our failures and what we love about ourselves. Because I think that's sometimes the hardest thing for girls to say is that we actually like something about ourselves. We're so used to being negative. Um, we'll also work on teamwork, you know, coming together as a group of women and working for a shared goal. And then we'll set goals for each other. And so it'll all be interlaced with a bunch of different workouts that all have planned. And I think it'll be really fun. And I also really want to get awesome t-shirts that stay Strong AF Club once you finish it. <laughs> I, I love it. I, when, we, when we were at the staff meeting and you brought it up, I think I said yes so fast. And you, you thought I was being sarcastic. I was like, this is, the best i cannot wait to start this. yeah so, i'm super excited uh, coming from background my background where i worked in, i was in the infantry and there was no women of any kind anywhere you know um and now having most of our staff between all three gyms be female <laughs> all three of our general managers are women um it's so cool having like seeing you guys all like empower each other yeah like we don't have any women who cut down other women on no. our team like i love that i think it's yeah. fantastic yeah, and I think it's just something that like needs to carry over to so many people. I mean, I've had multiple conversations with some of my girlfriends and it's like, we always think we have to look perfect, be perfect, like be a certain type of way. We always have to excel. We're always, you know, helping others before we're helping ourselves. We're, we just kind of always have this like subconscious push or we're thinking negatively like, oh, I look fat today or oh, my hair isn't perfect. I don't want to go outside. Like thinking other people care and then in reality everybody's like you look like a bombshell you're smart as all get out like you're great but we never want to accept that fact 
And so it's breaking it down to where you have to accept that of you. Like, yes, you are beautiful and strong and so empowered. You have to believe that yourself. And so it's just coming together and opening that up and accepting it and then also pairing it with things in the gym. You know, like, I remember I was terrified of going overhead to do, like, a handstand push-up. I wouldn't do it. I stared at the wall for an hour, like, screaming and crying, and I was like, I don't, I'm not going to do it. And then finally my coach was like, I will hold your legs and guide you there. And it was just such, like, a in-life but also in-the-gym moment that I had for myself when I went overhead. And I was like, I just faced a massive fear. Like, I got over it, and now I can do handstand push-ups. And I was like, oh, my gosh. But it's moments like those or, like, deadlifting, like, oh, you know, a lot of us are like, I just want to be skinny. And then you drink the Kool-Aid and all of a sudden it's like, no, I want to be jacked. Like, <laughs> I want to like, do you do me? And so it's going in and being like, I can de- deadlift a lot of weight. I can deadlift more than some guys in the world. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's just like feeling that empowerment of strength. And so coupling it with both, you know, how you are mentally and emotionally and then how you are in the gym is what I want to do. So we'll, we'll probably do a whole podcast on that program when we're ready to announce yeah. it formally. Oops. Uh, <laughs> sorry, 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 Katie. I didn't mean Wiki to put that early. <laughs> Don't put a camera in front of me. Um, but like I, so I've been doing intros with members at our gyms mm-hmm. for close to seven years now. And one of my favorite trends that I've seen was women used to always come in, not always, but very commonly say things like, I want to be skinny. Right. And one of my favorite transformations is watching that change into, I want to be strong. Oh, yeah. You know, I love that. That makes me really happy. Yeah, it's just, it goes from, like, well, and it's also, like, you know, the cultural shift. It was, when I grew up, it was looking like Taylor Swift with the thigh gap. And I'm like, that's never going to happen. And then coming here, and it was just, like, I'm seeing women with, like, big biceps, like, lifting heavy weight. And it was just, like, yes! Like, they're beautiful and strong and awesome, and I want to be like that. Like, it's just, and then, you know, having other people be like, yeah, you can do it. And having guys in the gym cheer me on to, like, lift more weight and stuff like that. And it's, like, it's just this whole, and that's what I love about the gym, too, is, like, none of the guys look at me and, like, V, you're a woman. Put that deadlift down. Like, instead, they're like, get more weight on the bar. Let's go. <laughs> like, even with reindeer games that felt like prom where all the girls are like, and then all the guys are like, you want to lift heavy? Like, I want to lift heavy stuff too. Let's go. And it's just, that's what I love about this culture is because I would go to other gyms and you'd have the bro dudes looking at their biceps in the mirror and they look at you like a piece of meat. You come here and it's like, they're your best friend and they're cheering you on. And so it's a, it's a safe environment here, which I don't think a lot of women get at other gyms because they do feel so objectified or you know somebody's wanting to critique their form and it's like or you could just ask my number and that would be a lot easier so please leave me alone as I back squat and so here but instead it's so many you know males and females and just people supporting each other and I think that's what's really great about this gym environment is it is very open and it can be intimidating for people who are new and then they quickly learn, like, no, everybody's here to be your biggest cheerleader, like, yeah. I promise you. And if they're not your cheerleader, they're competing with you, but they're still cheering you on, but they might be like, oh, they have that much weight on their bar? I need that much weight on their bar. Like, but they're still like, you're doing great! <laughs> yeah, that's that, 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 like, friendly competitiveness is my favorite. Like, yeah. I, I love beating Mike in a workout, but I also love what he does really well and yep. he beats me. Isn't that make, 
I'm happy for him, and it gets me to strive harder. Yeah, I feel the same way with Kendra. I'm always like, what's she got in that bar? <laughs> but I know she's like, what you got? Oh, you do great. You do great. And we're like, well, it's just that friendly competitiveness. Um, all right, so if you had to just tell somebody one thing, right? They're like scared of, of trying working out, or they're scared of getting into fitness, or they're scared of, you know, some of the preconceived notions of like CrossFit or something. Like, if you tell them one thing to get them a little less afraid, get them to try, what, what would you tell them? Um, think about a time in your life when you were scared and you took that first step. You know, we've all had it, whether you're afraid of the dark, whether you're afraid to go to your first class of, you know, school or whatever it might be, or afraid to call, you know, a job or a program or what. Think of that first time you were afraid to do something. Now think about when you did it. How did you feel afterwards? the same thing yeah you know we're all afraid to step in here for the first time I even did CrossFit for a really long time and I was afraid to come in here it's it's new it's that anxiety it's the unsure some people thrive with it some people are terrified of it but what is preventing you from coming in and is that really helping you being afraid of that you know are you afraid to improve your health and live your life because what's your alternative going to the doctor and you know being put on something that could wreck you even more or is it literally putting on some tennis shoes, walking in here, facing your fears, realizing, no, we're not gonna throw heavy weight at you right away. Instead, we're gonna be like, here's step one. Yeah. And it's a literal baby step. And then step two. And we're gonna guide you on that journey. Or would you rather just sit at home and be, you know, unhappy and scared? So take that time when you're afraid. Remember the positive outcome that happened and apply to here because this is the same. It's just the baby step. It's that first step. I like that. Just take the first step. Um, this has been awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. Um, <laughs> I'll put a bunch of stuff in like the show notes. Uh, but if anybody wants to find you, you know, we got Shark by Yoga, we got Shark by Mobility. Yes. How, how could they get a hold of you? Um, it's coming to 5 a.m., 6.15. Yeah, there we go. Show Wake up at 4 a.m. Normally I'll always be here. Um, <laughs> Saturdays, too, I'll be here. Um, Thursday is at 6.30. Yeah, 6.30 p.m. Be here, be sore. Shark by Mobility. Um, and then uh, we may be bringing some of that to Fort Myers soon, right? Yeah. 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 Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, V. Thanks. Good job. <laughs> All right. Thanks for hanging out with us today on the Shark Bite Show. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Shark Bite Fitness and Nutrition or on our website at sharkbitefitness.com. If you'd like to find out more about our guests, their information will be in the show notes. If you'd like to talk to us about getting more fit, feel free to schedule a free no sweat intro at one of our locations in Cape Coral, Fort Myers, or Naples, Florida.